Walt Disney World bring joy and inspiration and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Jumbo, everyone, what's up? And welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. In today's episode, we take a walk down memory lane to discuss all of our favorite attractions, shows, and parades that do not exist in the parks anymore, and that we wish we could experience just one more time. For those of you that are new to the podcast, make sure to find us on social media via YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at The Happiest Podcast on Earth, and on Twitter at The Happiest Pod to stay up to date with all of the latest Disney and podcast news. You can also visit our website, happiestpodcastonearth.com to check out our latest episodes, blog posts, and brand new merchandise shop, which features a lot of really cool clothing and more so you can rep the happiest podcast on earth inside the Disney parks, resorts, or wherever you live. Also, make sure to join us on Facebook for our happiest pregame, where we hang out and talk to you all live before we record each episode starting at 8 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night. And remember, if you have any topics, ideas, or questions you want to ask or let us know about, you can email us at happiestpodcast at gmail.com or contact us via our website. Now, with all that being said, let me introduce myself and your Happiest Podcast team for episode number 71. My name is Jared Fenemont, and I am joined here today by Lauren Del Toro. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Nick Lee is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everyone. And Andrew Bailey. What up, guys? Love it. So for those of you that don't know, Nick is our In the Parks guy. You've seen him all around, probably on Instagram or Facebook. In our story feed, he goes to the parks all the time for us. So you guys have anything fun you want to talk about before we get started? Nah. So Nick is our In the Parks guy again. If you don't follow us on Instagram or Facebook, I highly recommend doing so. Nick is doing an awesome job giving us that content inside the Disney Parks, uh, which is just so much fun. I know for me, living in Michigan, not able to go to the parks, I've been living kind of vicariously through Nick in our stories, um, but he's been doing an amazing job again. He asks you guys what you want to see, uh, and he will do what he can to make sure – uh, he gets that content out there, which is just so cool. Uh, shoot, we had a live stream of Country Bear Jamboree today, which is just, I mean, that on, was for you and for that. you only. <laughs> yep. Which he told me the wrong time, so I didn't even get to see it all. So next time he's in Magic Kingdom, we will get another live feed of Country Bears. Just for you, Jared. Just for 100%. everyone. Although, although we can do Carousel of Progress if you want next time. Oh, oh that would be nice. I'd feel bad though because I mean I guess it's that not Flash, long, but uh, that is a long one. That's funny. Yeah. I would watch it, but anyways. Uh, but thank you, Nick. Seriously, so happy to have you on here. Um, and again, it would it makes the content so much fun for us. Um, and you get to kind of see all the updates and everything. Plus, you have some really cool masks that kind of match yeah. the parts, which is fun to see too. Yeah, I got a lot of themed ones, so I always have them <laughs> planned as to which ones I'm bringing. You switch them out day. for each attraction you go on? Not every attraction, but if I have one specific for like a certain area, I will do that. So I definitely wore my my Disney Safari one for Kilimanjaro Safaris yesterday, and I wore my Haunted Mansion one today solely for Haunted Mansion. I saw even the Haunted I run, Mansion one. I loved it. No one could see it inside because it's dark. So <laughs> That's phenomenal. I was like, Oops. True. <laughs> 
Um, very cool. But yeah, and then, uh, but yeah, thank you, Nick. And again, follow us on there. Um, if you want to see some really cool content in the parks. Uh, also, I have a few things here. Um, again, thank you to all of you who have hopped on our website. Again, to check out all of our latest gear and merch that we have available for you guys. Uh, new designs will be coming as we kind of move along. Uh, some really funny ones that you all have kind of uh, mentioned and commented to us. We're going to try to get your ideas out there too uh, if we think they're funny or creative or whatever. So uh, continue to send us ideas um, and designs that you think would look good on a shirt and we will hopefully try to get those out there. Uh, but thank you for your support, guys. Seriously, um, you know, it gets tough when we're all kind of in different areas and your support means a lot to us. So thank you for that. Uh, I have a listener of the week and this was like hands down this morning, um, as we record this, so this morning, Christine Barrett, who is just, oh, like we woke up this morning, our group chat was getting lit up, like as she sent these and tagged us in these. Yeah, so. I happened to be on and I was like, Instagram, everybody, now. now. <laughs> um, and I had no idea what was going on when you said that. So I went on and uh, Christine created, she's an amazing artist, uh, but she was able to create these like digital artwork pieces for each and every one of us cast members on here um, that it's just, it's so cool. And it had like different pieces of like highlights of our favorite Disney things or things that we've talked about on the podcast. And then it just came with like a really cool message on the bottom. Her comments um, as she tagged us in those were just unbelievably positive. Uh, yes. And again, in a world where there's just craziness everywhere, uh, this definitely meant a lot for me. And I, I think that's speaking for Absolutely. everyone on the podcast. So yeah. Um, and so, wow. Christine, these were amazing. They were so detailed and so personalized for each of us. Um, and e each caption to each of us just meant that you really pay attention and you really care about who we are and like what we all bring to the table. And I, we just yeah. thought that was so special. So thank you. You really made our day. Week. Yeah, that's truly. And again, like, when we're talking to you guys, we love doing what we do. And again, we wouldn't do it if it wasn't for uh, meeting new people and talking to all you listeners out there that, again, your feedback back to us and just showing that you care to listen to us. Uh, you get to hear us every day, but we don't get to hear much from you guys. So like the more that you give us these things and, you know, these, these comments and, you know, just a cool email saying, thanks for all you're doing. That goes such a long way with for, I know, for myself and for the yeah. team. So uh, it, you know, taking the time out of your day to do those things. It's just so freaking cool. Or even just like uh, but, hanging out with us on a live and just you yeah, know, interacting in our conversations. It's so fun. For sure. Uh, but Christine, you definitely, you deserve the award today. So uh, you are a listener of the week. You will be put into our pool for listener of the year, uh, which again, we will pull at the end of the year for some really cool Disney merch and um, Happy's podcast merch and stuff. So thank you for that. Um, and then last but not least, Disney joke of the week. This is probably one maybe you've heard. I don't know. Why is Quasimodo great at solving crimes? I don't he know. Always has he has always a, hunch. Has a hunch. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> dang it. He always has a hunch. I thought it was hilarious. But um, All right. we need well, like a sound graph or a sound clip that goes after your jokes. Corey did one, I think. Oh, did he? For the My last bad. one. 
Oh, Maybe my you bad. Listen to our episodes. <laughs> I told you I'm a couple behind. I know. Get on that. I literally just said that. It I'm was sorry. funny. The clip helps. Corey, add audio into that, please, because apparently everybody knew that joke. Uh, so before we get started, reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Pixie Vacations. If you are planning on taking a trip to a Disney destination soon or down the road, make sure to give them a call so a Pixie travel agent can assist with planning your vacation. Working with a travel agent is completely free for Pixie, so make sure to visit them at pixievacations.com or contact them by calling 678-815-1584. Make sure to let them know that we sent you. All right, with the word coming out that Disney World is officially closing certain attractions, including Stitch's Great Escape, Primeval World, Splash Mountain, Rivers of Light, and more, we figure now is a great time to take a walk down memory lane to discuss our favorite attractions, shows, and parades that no longer exist inside the Walt Disney World Resort. We'll list off our official top 10 experiences, along with some honorable mentions, and then discuss some that you all submitted to us. So ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and let the reminiscing begin. So I have I not cry. shared. I there might be some tears. I I'm might telling cry. you, there were some that I'm emotionally attached to all the most of the ones that I <laughs> gave you. Actually, I could definitely see that. You've you've talked about certain ones before, but mm-hmm. um, there were some good ones and ones that you all have kind of brought up that I didn't even think about. And again, I think honestly, like tomorrow I might have to go on YouTube and just like look at all these again. Uh, just to see what they were all about. Um, But old school. All right. So what I'll do is I'll go through all of our, so what I had every cast uh, person do it on the happiest podcast on earth is submit their top 10 attractions, again, attractions, shows, parades. Um, And then I just kind of made a top 10 list, but I'll kind of go through some honorable mentions that we kind of mentioned. And at the end, we'll kind of go through some of the ones that again, you, the listener submitted. So uh without further ado honorable mentions uh hunter who is not here said shrunken ned's junior jungle boats what were those i don't even remember was that the boat in animal kingdom that took you around i i couldn't even i don't even know i don't know ned's i don't i don't even know if you have any idea what shrunken ned's what did he say? Shrunken Ned's Junior, Junior Jungle, Jungle Boats. Boats. Oh, here we I, go. Someone, oh, someone searched. A remote control boat game. Over by Jungle oh, Cruise. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember that. And It, it was, was the one where there's like around the pond or that little pond and you just Not drive cool. boats They were around until 2012? How yes. do I not even remember what they were then? You paid money, I think, and then you got to like oh, okay. drive around remote control boats. Oh, okay. That's classic. Yeah, I didn't okay. Think I remember about this. that one. Good one, on People it. actually did that. It was just like yeah. Hey, I used to go in and play Virtual Magic Kingdom in where the uh, the uh, art store is now on Main Street. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah, Hunter, very good one. Uh, I honestly never even thought about that. I forgot about that one. Uh, next on the honorable mention. Corey was the only one who mentioned this. It was number 10 on his list. Honey, I shrunk the kids playground. I don't, <laughs> I don't know cool. why that's on his list. It is a cool playground yeah. for kids. I will say. I know we had some um, listeners saying yes. that they wish that was still there mainly because it was a mommy break and a place for kids to just 
Yeah. Get all it did grouchy. have the it had the one way in, one way out, but the the theming to that playground was it was really cool. Amazing. I loved it. Um and you know, I I always kind of compare when I worked at Dino Land like the Boneyard and Yeah. I mean, I shrunk the kids was much I thought better. it was cooler than the Boneyard. Yeah, I did too. Uh, but there you go. That's a good one. So Corey had that number 10. Uh, who had this at number 10? Mitch, who is not here, had Soren over California. Good one. Uh, which I'm, is a good I'm kind one. of upset yeah. that I didn't think of yeah. that because we just yeah. had a whole talk about this. Right. Soren, California over Soren, over the, Soren around the world. We all agree. I mean, I guess I didn't think about it because we still have. Right. Sorry. I put a little asterisk, I think, on my honorable mention. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this was a good one. This is one I think we can all basically agree on at this point. Um, and so with this list, we do have some that were kind of just like the refurbished. So they are the same same sort of attraction, but just refurbished um, versions of it. But yes, yeah, Sorna over California was mitched. Again, nobody else had that one. Uh, we do have at number nine on Nick's list, yeah. Snow White's Scary Adventure. Honorable mention. I almost put this one in nope, there. Don't miss it. Why? <laughs> it was terrifying. It was scary. It was fine, but also it was one of the few remaining dark rides in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, granted, if I go to Disneyland, I will still ride it because it is a classic but I don't need it all the time. And oh, that's just I because, always ride that. Like I, I ride it there, but I just. It's no Mr. Toads. That's oh. true. That is true. It is uh, a classic and it is a great ride. For sure. I, uh, definitely kind of a darker ride, like you said. Um, and I think a main part of like, you'll see kind of with my list, I had like two or three different ones where I like the scary rides that aren't really like a thrill ride. So well, that you is don't kind like of one of rides, you ding dong. I know some I do. <laughs> no, no. Splash Mountain is the extent of your thrill <laughs> <ride>. <laughs> Well, there goes that. No, the monorail is not a scary ride. <laughs> Dang it! All right, shut up. Anyways, no, we just know uh, you, Andrew. You're the only one to have this on your list. You had this at number nine. Celebrate the magic. I miss it. I miss Celebrate the Magic so much. If anybody likes Once Upon a Time better, I just want you to go ahead and unadd me, all that <laughs> good stuff. Uh, and if if I need to, I will put my post as a host of a of the happiest podcast on earth on the line to say that Celebrate the Magic is better than Once Upon a Time. Wow. That's... There you go. Okay. So, okay. so if you disagree with Andrew, say goodbye to your friendship. Wow. Because there will be no more. <laughs> wow. um, all right. Next on the list. And I, Hunter, I don't get it. Number nine on his list was the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire experience. Really? <laughs> okay. I miss the Doug Funny one more than the Who Wants oh, to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Doug Funny. It's been a lot. Like the Drew Carey. That was before your time. <laughs> sounds dangerous. Oh, sounds dangerous. It was all on that same stage. That's why that's yeah. like a... There's I mean, just a no. lot that's been in that spot. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire wasn't with in the same spot as Drew Carey's thing. That was over where the Star Wars show thing is. Who Wants oh. to Be a Millionaire was with... Uh, it turned into American Idol and then turned into Frozen. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, okay. that building. That building. That was also Drew Carey, and it was also yeah. Doug. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but that was on yeah, the that other building. Side. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's, it's all I but guess yes, yeah. yes. Um, I would have never have thought of this one as like a top ten, and I love that game show. I loved it. That was one of the best game shows ever to exist. Meredith or Regis. Um, but there you go. So Hunter had that number nine on his list. Again, can't be here to defend it. So too bad. Uh, both Andrew and Lauren had this on their list for an honorable mention or for actually their top. It is their 10th spot. Toontown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss it. It was, and I know it's not like an attraction, but I miss Toontown in general. That was a classic. I mean, growing up and getting to go to their houses and like really thinking like that's where, you know, they lived and you got to meet them. I thought that was so special. Old Barnstormer was better too. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But I, I never know. really thought of Toontown either. It was kind of cool, I think, especially for kids that you could I go to their house. I loved it. I thought that was such a cool thing. There was one day I was working and this guest came up to me and they're like, where's Mickey and Minnie's house? And I was like, oh, well, that's not here anymore. Like we have new fantasy land like that's a disneyland and she's like no it's it's here you know they're reading like a how to vacation at disney guidebook from like 2010 probably or like a (laughs) disney blog on like what to do that they probably didn't check the date and it hasn't been 2014 or something yeah i was like um, oh that's funny um next one on the list i believe this is eldel this is you again you're number nine Every day is a holiday. Oh my gosh, yes. <gasps> Does anyone else remember this? I I feel like I do like the This was a stage show and I sing this song at least weekly. Like if I hear the word holiday, I start singing every day is a holiday like all the time. And I miss it. It was my favorite one. I I mean, I guess it's cuz I yeah. got like a little glimpse of Christmas no matter what time of year you went. But it was such a good stage show, and I miss it. And that was the show that when I was a kid, I was like, I want to be a stage performer. Did that ever happen? Oh. Absolutely not. But at the time, that was my dream job. <laughs> Amazing. Again, not one that I would have thought of. But I do kind of remember the music, but I don't know if I've actually ever seen that So live. good. That's a good one to YouTube, at least for me. Uh, Nick, did you have that too? No, I didn't. That's not on my list. Okay. All right. No. I think I screwed that up. But anyways, um, next on the list, again, this is just me that had this. And I don't, I've never done this attraction, but just it's World of Motion um, and Epcot. And I just think the old, when I look at like video of it, and again, when I was at Old Test Track, when I used to work there, uh, this was in that building before uh, Test Track existed. But the, it just looks like such a cool attraction with so much going on that it's it's very re-rideable because you can actually like look around and catch different things every time you ride because it was just that chaotic of like animatronics and, you know, just crazy movement everywhere of, of things to look at. So uh, I don't know why. Again, that's one I've never even done before, but it's just one that I've always kind of wanted to do. So I had that on my list. Uh, this one, Corey on his number nine, uh, he's the only one high school musical three senior year, the show slash parade, whatever it was that was in Hollywood studios. Yeah. 
That was um, the most Corey. I do answer remember ever. that one working I agree, there, but very but, Corey answer. Yeah, I again, I would not have put that on my list, and I didn't. But that's great music. But top ten, come on. Anyways, uh, Mitch had this number nine on his list. Again, isn't really able to defend it. Mickey's Jam and Jungle Parade at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I don't think I've ever experienced this live in person. Cool fun fact was I was in it when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Is it like family the day was, or something? No, when I was like seven or something, my parents and I went and my parents were like, here, go ask that cast member, like, where's a good spot to go see the parade? And I was like, okay. So I walk over and I'm like, where's a good spot to see it? And she's like, oh, well, you can see it here, but do you want to be in it? And I was like, sure. So they told us come back around like, I think it was like 45 minutes before the parade started. And then they like told us what's going to happen. They gave us little safari vests, little safari Mickey ears. They took like a big picture of us in the flow. And I still have it at my parents' house. So it was a cool thing. (laughs) That's sick. I love it. Um, Yeah, again, I I did not see that live. Uh, But so cool. All right. Anyways, moving on again, another honorable mention. Uh, and this was Nick. This is all you, Disney Stars and Motor Cars Parade. So this was the old parade at Hollywood Studios, and I thought it was super cute. So they had all these like cars, kind of decorated for whatever Disney movie they had. Um, this was also the time when they had the Playhouse, like June or excuse me, Disney Junior, whatever the name is, mm-hmm. was bearing the big blue house and yes. the holy holy holy. So they had their own little car, which I thought was super cute. AJ would love that they Hades had his own car with like a villain, so like walking around. Um, but it was a really so cute funny. parade. If you haven't seen it before, YouTube it. It's really cute. There you go. Um, next on the list, Mitch again is not here. Uh, he had the Guardians of the Galaxy stage show at Epcot. That Ooh, was that's a good call. Back. Yeah, is it coming it's back? Supposed to come back. Oh, it was supposed to, but uh, well, then all this happened. All right. Yeah. Um, I, Are they going to bring it back, though, with the new attraction? I don't feel like they're going to need both. No, um, they got the rights for three years for okay. the music on it. I don't know if they're going to do it again. Hmm. Did you guys like it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, anything Guardians, I'm, I'm yeah, there sure. for. It was, it was I don't cute. know if I was a big fan. It was good, though. It was good music. Certain, music. certain things didn't make up or make sense. Uh, they stuck with the whole baby group thing. Um, but then yeah. they had the Benatar. They, but Baby Groot, I don't care what anyone says. That was a marketing tool. There oh, Baby Groot, hardcore. Nothing, nothing else but just marketing. Well, Baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, baby Groot. Anything Baby, baby Yoda could work. Get a main character from anything Disney and put Baby, and you are going to sell stuff. Yes, I agree. Baby, baby Groot baby <laughs> for Baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, all right, next on our honorable mention, Nick, again, this is you. You put Horizons. Yeah. Why Horizons? I thought it was a cool continuation. So if you haven't seen Horizons, definitely check it out. But essentially what it was supposed to be was Carousel of Progress, but like in the future. So it's supposed to be the same family from Carousel of Progress, but instead of them showing like history, it's showing like the future, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I will say a lot of people, I think it's the people that were actually able to experience horizons. They have this at the very, like close to the very top of their list. Um, so I feel like this is one that I, I, 
I was close to putting it on my list just because of everybody else's thoughts on it that has actually been able to experience it. But anyways, uh, we're going to move on. The next two are Hunter's. Hunter had this um, in the middle of his list. He said Hollow Wishes. That's a good good one. one. That's a good one. I I like Hollow Wishes more than the new one. I do too. Because the new one is a lot... Again, I'm very biased. Like I, I think the castle projection stuff is so cool, but I, I like just fireworks. Give me fireworks. They have to do it right. Like obviously, with happily ever after, it is yeah. magically done and perfectly curated. But agreed. Um, yeah, so that was a good one by Hunter. Uh, the next one. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess these are honorable mentions, so it doesn't matter. But the next one, Hunter again. Expedition Everest with the Yeti working, which was kind of, uh, that was kind of, he just threw that one in there, which doesn't really count, but I get it. I, I'm telling you, if you've been fortunate enough to ever ride that attraction with the Yeti working, it is so freaking cool and very scary when you go through that scene. Have you guys ever ridden that with the Yeti working? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss it so much. Um, Hopefully at some point they're able to figure that crap out, but I doubt it just costs too much money. But anyways, that was a good one, Hunter. Um, Next one, two people had this and I believe Andrew, you were one of them. Hunter was another one. Ellen's energy adventure at the universe of energy building. It's so good. It's so good. You're going to go with it's so good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's if you want it to be a nap ride, it can be a nap ride. You want it to be something to cool down. <laughs> it's so good. No. It's a nap ride. No, but it's it's funny too, and it's fun. It was better when the Ellen animatronic worked, but yes, neither here nor there. The only part that I didn't really care for, but that's just because I don't like him, is the part where Boomer is uh, talking in that dark room when you're waiting on the other uh, cars to come up. You know what I'm talking about where there's just oh, like, was that the radio station yeah, on the hill? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. The, uh, the ENGR radio. Yes, yeah, I know, dude. True that, I agree. But the best part of that attraction is seriously the when the lights slowly come on and like the brontosauruses are there, and you start to see the or the dinosaur animatronics for the first time. That's the best part of that attraction, but. Uh, that is a great one, but again, it was like 40 to 50 minutes long. Yeah. So that to was... be honest, I don't remember it at all. No? Like, I, like, did I do it? I don't know. Like, I always read about it and see pictures of it, and I feel like that's what's triggering that memory that I have, but I don't know if I've ever actually... Do you remember, like, the Jeopardy scene was really funny with, like, Einstein... Or maybe Bill I only did it was, like the first two in. times I went to Disney, but I just don't remember. Okay. Um, all right. Next on our list, Mitch had this at number three on his list. Tapestry of Nations. Honorable uh, mention for me from too. Epcot and honorable mention from Eldale. Yeah. What did you like most about that? I don't know. And it's weird because it was only there for two years. I think it was 99 to 01. And it was just fun, just like culturally, I don't know, to yeah, see all of it. Because yeah. you could see it from country to country, but it was really cool to see it all in one place and like all go by you. You could be sitting in 
America and seeing, you know, things from other countries walking by. I just thought it was a really cool concept and I was really disappointed. It didn't last longer. Um, mm. I guess it was supposed to be the turn of the century kind of thing, but yeah, it should have stayed. That's one yeah. thing that they lack. And I get now with all the festivals, there's not enough space to have a parade go through there. It's such a small space, but it was a great concept. Awesome. I feel like if I would have experienced that, that might've been on my list, uh, but I never was able to. So there you go. Um, we're getting close to our top 10, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just a few more honorable mentions. So this one was mine and this was my number two and nobody else said it. Uh, again, I think working in Frontierland during this time, uh, and again, this was a show that did not last very long, but I'm telling you just the music and overall entertainment, uh, Tiana Showboat Jubilee. Uh, oh, it was so good. Yes. And that is number two. I am so uh, proud of you. Yeah. I feel like I talk about that one all the time, but. It's so good. And just, again, the music, the entertainment, the fact that they were, like, going on the ferry boat to go around the water. They're playing the music. It's oh, got Dr. So Vasilier. It's got Tiana. It's got the they dancers. They need to bring it back now that oh, they have. Gosh, I miss it. And I think putting that back on the ferry would tie. Maybe now. You know, I'm saying it would tie that ride because everyone's like, oh, it doesn't fit in Frontierland. I think it would tie it in better. I don't know. I've, True. Because they they came from the Diamond Horseshoe and then they mm -hmm. kind of did like a cool little, a very small kind of parade to the ferry boat where they did, grab somebody, come on down. Watch the video if you've never yeah. seen it. I feel it. like they, that would help oh, the flow the if music they brought it back. So it's good. so good. So good. Uh, but anyways, that was one that was on my radar. Again, number two on my list. Uh, next one on honorable mention, remember the magic and oh, Lauren, this was great. in the middle of your list here. Yeah, I would have had it higher, but there were a couple others. This one was really, my top like five or six were all really hard for me to rank. This was the very first parade I ever saw at Disney. It was the 25th anniversary with the pink cake. This mm -hmm. song, my mom and I listen to anytime we drive to Disney or drive on property, we play happily ever after. And this, it's part of our like disney pump up playlist and my mom cries when she hears it because she uh -huh. remembers the first few times me going to disney it, it i guess it takes her back to me being a little kid seeing disney for the first few times and it's just like such a special thing for us like we watch this parade we listen to the song all the time it was just really special it takes me back to the very beginning of it all for me that's awesome um and i was actually one of our I think I have like two or three VHS tapes of our vacations to Disney when I was a kid. And one of them, I was in the Aladdin float for that parade and that song, and they picked me to come out and dance with like whatever genie and all the great memories. Love it. Um, the castle was brutal, but Oh, well, <laughs> um, all I, right. that's your opinion. I love it. <laughs> you like the birthday cake <laughs> Loved castle? It. What? My parents were so scared that that's what I was going to think the castle always looked like. So they made sure to show me pictures of it. True. Because that was the first time I saw it. But I was like, this is amazing. It's big and pink and it's birthday cake. I love it. That is true. As a kid, you probably don't mind it too much. Yeah. But, um, anyways, last but not least, the last one on our honorable mention before we get into top 10. But this one actually made four of our lists. 
um, was Maelstrom. Maelstrom just, is it Maelstrom or Maelstrom? Maelstrom. I'm from Michigan. I got a weird accent. So Maelstrom. Maelstrom, again, which was found in Norway, which is now frozen. Frozen ever after. Oh, I miss Maelstrom. That was on my, actually, yeah, that was number 10 on my list. Um, I believe it was Andrew. You had that at number seven on your list. Corey had it at number four. And did you, Nick, did you have it on yours? I had it at number 10. Number 10. Lauren so had it go. on her list of things that never need to be talked about ever again. You didn't like Maelstrom. <laughs> I am terrified of those gnomes or oh, whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> My mom to this day will like bribe me. Be like, if you take a picture with it, I'll buy you a treat. Because even the one in the Norway store terrifies me. I don't know. With the I'm weird, nose. guys. The things that scare me are weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I forget what they said. What did they say? Or they're, they're all like, oh, shoot, those three trolled guys. What did they say? Um, back. Um, back. Over back. the halls. Intra invaders. <laughs> disappear. Disappear. Yes, disappear. That's what, I, that's what it was. Disappear. Disappear. Oh, it was a great attraction. I honestly love that attraction. Frozen, they did a good job with. Um, I'm not, I'm not like disappointed in Frozen by any means, but oh, that that ride did with the trolls, with the big dude that would pop up on like when you turn from like going backwards and forwards or whatever. So cool. Um, but that was a good one. So top ten, ladies and gentlemen, we have broken into our top ten. And again, some of these will be in our top 10 due to probably two or three of us having it just very high on our list. Some of them are on a lot of our lists. Um, so we will see what happens. So number 10, and I highly disagree with this one, lights, motors, action. Yeah, I disagree too. Yeah. Um, and that one was very high on, let's see, Hunter had it number four. Corey had it actually at number five. And then someone else had it. Nick, did you have it or no? No, it's not me. I contemplated it, but I was like, eh, others were better. Actually, yeah, okay. So lights, motors, action. I disagree. I don't like it whatsoever. I honestly don't miss that attraction. Um. I wish they were here to defend it a little bit just to hear like their thoughts of why they enjoyed that attraction so much. But uh, again, it's just an attraction that it took so long to load. It's a long attraction. It took forever to get out. And by the time you were done with it, I mean, it's literally almost an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, But gosh, yeah, I don't miss it at all, but with it being so high on Corey and Hunter's list, boom, there you have it. Uh, it did crack our top 10. So there you go. Uh, number nine on our list. And this is another one that just kind of Corey and I kind of carried it through the top 10 here. Alien encounter. Oh my God. Why, I you love guys? this attraction. <laughs> this is like... my number nope. one attraction. <laughs> you guys. Ansley uh... wanted me to put that on there. Ansley wanted me to put it on there. 
I've been vocal about this one too. I just, I don't know what they're going to put in that spot now, but it has to be good because Alien Encounter and and Stitch's Great Escape are terrible. So they Alien Encounter is the scariest thing that Disney has ever created, I think. That's why, again, this was one of those where I talked about earlier, but this was, again, I love scary attractions or things that aren't like, I'm going to get sick off of it. And this was one of those where like, I would piss my pants when I was on it, but it wasn't like, I'm going to get sick. I just, it was so freaking scary when it broke out and there's the flashlights on top of the ceiling, like searching around for the alien nuts. Um, and I think Corey and I both agree again, I had it number one on my list. This is the number one attraction that I wish could come back at some point. Again, that, Spot is cursed. The, uh, again, there's always a couple spots that are cursed. That's one of them where there's just mm-hmm. seems to never be an attraction that lasts very long. Um, I believe before an alien encounter, it was like a space attraction that you could see through like the floor. It felt like you were in space or whatever, but I miss alien encounter. Corey hit at number three on his list. So me and him kind of carried that through. So uh, bring it back. Stitches is done. Alien encounter. All right, number eight on our list, Wishes. It only number eight? Only number eight. So I Andrew sure had this, this at number higher. three. Lauren, you had this at one. Um, and Nick, did you have this one? No. That was it. Actually, that's it. Wishes. Oh, my gosh. I feel yeah. like this was the most popular or one of the most popular of the listener answers. But Oh, Corey had it at four. So, which I think this is hysterical for me personally, because if you've listened to a single episode of this, you know how obsessed I am with hap- with Happily Ever After. It is wishes. my saving grace. But Wishes, it took me maybe one or two times to really adapt to Happily Ever After because I was such a fan of Wishes. I mean, it didn't make me cry like HEA does now, but it was everything to me. Like I remember Illuminations, I think used to be at eight or nine and then Illumination or an wishes is like a 10 i would hop the monorail as fast as i could to make both at the same time but wishes was so good i loved it i love the story through it okay i'll i'll stop now i guess everyone knows i'm obsessed with fireworks but oh so good now i'm done i just i think happily ever after has cooler effects and i think the fireworks are probably better overall but i think wishes was more classic yeah. And I think that, I mean, the music I think was a lot better because I like the classic stuff, but the mm-hmm. big thing was the Sorcerer Mickey part. Yes. When Amen. Like, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. From Fantasia. That was the best part. Yeah. Love it. It was such a good show. The and red and blue on the castle, just the red yeah. fireworks going off. Now, obviously, part. Happily Ever After has a special place in my heart that nothing will ever replace, but Wishes was great, and I do love it. If I could have both, I would take both. Yeah. Uh, Wishes ended up being 11 on my list just because, again, I, I'm i more of a fireworks. I want more fireworks, not like projection stuff. But again, Happily Ever After does an amazing job with that stuff. Um, but yeah, I miss the old classic music. I miss, I think like the music in Wishes is just, everything's just more like emotional than it is for Happily Ever But But I'm not really an emotional person, so I don't know. Um, there you go. Wishes was number eight. So number seven on our list. 
five of us had this on our list. Spectro Magic. Yes. Um, good. And yep. yeah, so five classic. of us had it. Classic. Great music, I think, all around to it. Uh, but let's go through. So Corey had this at number uh, eight on his list. I had this actually number three on my list. Um, I miss Spectro. Lauren, you had it number four. Uh, yes. Andrew, you had it at number eight. And Nick, you had this on your list. Number six. Number six yeah. on your list. So uh, a lot of us. So it's what do you miss classic, most? Classic one. I don't think there's anything like specifically that I miss or don't miss about it. It was just a classic. It was part of your childhood. I mean, even with the name change, the idea behind it was just, you know, it's a classic show that they have here in a Disneyland and it's just special. Um, I think you guys will uh, notice that m- probably eight of my 10 attractions on my list were shows or parades or fireworks. Like it's more of like the experience ones, but it's just a good one. Yeah. And the music again, and we're mm-hmm. going to talk about our next one mm-hmm. and the big debate <laughs> will be between these two, but, um, and it only uh, one point kind of separated the, between these two, but uh, we're going to talk about the electrical parade and this is the big debate of which one was better. Um, but I do think Spectrum Magic had better music. Uh, we're on this magic night. Uh, but Electrical Parade comes in at number six on our list. Wait, you uh, put them as separate ones? They are separate. They're separate. Yeah, I guess. But I they're, still they're, they're pretty different. Yeah, they're different. <laughs> I just associate them the same. Lauren, you put two, you put them both. I put them as a slash, like them as like oh, an experience. That's why you put eleven then instead of ten. Okay, so right. I had Lauren Divorced. had Lauren had electrical parade at number three, Spectra at four. That's what I put. No, that was but, a slash. Okay, well, that was cheating. But anyways, electrical parade almost tied with Spectro Magic then, if that was the case. But anyways. Um, Electrical Parade, I had that not on my list. Lauren, again, I put it at number three. Um, who else? Andrew, you had this on your list or no? I think I put it as an honorable mention, maybe. You did have an honorable – Nick, you had this on your list. That was my number one. I love the oh, that was your number Electrical one? Parade. Yeah, it was so cute. I love that parade. I wanted to come back. What is your favorite part about that parade? Um, I – I love the whole Cinderella segment. So it does like the pumpkin carriage and then it goes to the ball where it actually has like, what is it? Eight dancers on like either side with the prince and the stepsisters like in the middle. I thought it was cute how that all was all put together. And the American piece of bacon at the end. Oh yeah. The bacon float. (laughs) The bacon (laughs) float. It's the best thing ever. Love it. Uh, Mitch actually had this number two on his list as well. So we need that to put was, a poll up. That was my college program, though. So that, was it? You had electrical parade. I had electrical parade. Okay. Um, so we'll put a poll up. Which one is better, electrical parade or Spectrum Magic? Because I do think that would be close, judging by people's uh, answers for this. So, anyways, we're into the top five, ladies and gentlemen. Top five, number five on our list illuminations collections of earth 
Yeah, I'll go ahead and take yeah. this one. Yeah, so Andrew, Andrew we'll get into you. So you. Uh, four of us had this on our list. Mitch had this as his number one thing. Um, Andrew had it number two on his list. I had it number number seven. Uh, and Lauren had this number, well, I have five. So <laughs> um, Andrew, take it away. Why Illuminations? Well, for starters... It is just such a good story. It's such a good story. You've got like, you got some calm parts. I won't lie. There's there's some that if you got some little kids, you might nod a little bit. But like the message with it about like unity and like all that stuff is just awesome. The fireworks are fantastic. You can't get that close to fireworks anywhere else, mm-hmm. which is really awesome. Um, the music was so good too. It was so good. And like, I don't know, I think it's just a good place to end your day. You get your beer at Rose and Crown, you, you have your little nightcap, and then you watch some Illuminations, and it's just so much better. And I'm going to be honest, man, if you needed some unity, it would be now. And you yeah. don't need any of that Epcot Forever crap where they play a whole new world. It's all <laughs> about Illuminations. You give me Illuminations any day of the week. I want some Burning Barge. I will agree with you 100%. The the rocket fireworks that shoot right by your head that go off. And honestly, even one of the best parts is the very beginning where he says, reflections of earth. And he goes, that part is just like, oh, that's so cool. Um, I miss that a lot. And again, on my college programs, we talk about the college program working there. I worked at Test Track. And again, one of my favorite positions, I'd always ask for it at night when we closed is crowd control uh, exiting people out of the park. Cause again, you got to sit out there and just watch the fireworks and I'll always uh, illuminations will always have a spot in my heart. Um, but gosh, I'll miss it. I really will. I get it. Change needs to happen at some point, but damn it. <laughs> um, anyways, we'll move on. Cause now I'm getting frustrated. Number four. And Again, another place to my heart. I'm surprised this made it to number four. Uh, OG test track. Yay. Old school yes. test I'm track. I'm proud. I'm so proud that it made it high. Yeah. Uh, Nick, was this, this was on your list? Yep, number four. Number four. Mitch had it at number one, two, three, four, five. Um, I think I had it at number eight. Lauren had it at number seven. Hunter had it at number one. Of course he did. Long live OG yeah, We all know that. I didn't know I could put it. So that's I know. I that was hard. That was the hard part. I know. Like Once we started talking about the Soarin' Over California, I was like, well, wait, I had OG Test Track, but I didn't even yeah. think about it. And the fact that it was like we weren't sure, it still made it to number four on our list. Um. I don't know why it's the same again it's the same ride system same everything it's just the theming is different but that theming it was, was so much so better before. much better and it just made yeah. sense again you go through it now and it's got kind of that tron feel it's got you're almost in like the computer it just it doesn't make as much sense as just old school test uh, i just seven yeah seven yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, seven. The pre-show. <laughs> um, and 
I have a piece of that pre-show in my room right now. Just saying. Shouldn't say that probably in public, but um, anyways, I will forever miss that attraction. Even though it is, again, if you go on it, if you never were able to experience old school test track, ride system's the same. You're still getting the same thrill and all that. But again, just the theming makes so much sense where, again, if you ride it now and you did experience old test track, you, you can just tell they kind of force this in. Um, and oh, well, life goes on, ladies and gentlemen. But old school test track, number four. Uh, top three. Ladies and gentlemen, number three on our list. Definitely one I did not put on mine, but four of you put on yours. Andrew, you had this kind of high. Hunter had it high. Corey had it at number one. Mitch had it at number six. Backlot Tour. Boom. What do you miss most, Andrew? Because everybody else is not on the podcast right now that voted for it. It's, what do you got to say about Backlot? I mean, it's just, it was nice. I mean, it was a nice relaxing kind of ride. So if you didn't like thrills, that's one thing, but it was so cool being able to like see a lot of the things that used to go on and like, cause there was like a, cause they took out like half of it when they put in lights, motors, extreme stunt show already, yeah. but you got, cause I love mighty Joe young. You got to see that. You got to see the plane. Um, back when creative costuming used to be over there, you would go through the creative costuming building um you also got to go by the animation building which was really awesome uh so that was fun because that's where they've done uh the animation for like lilo and stitch uh brother bear mulan lion king all those um so it was just it was just fun it was cool to if you liked you know some of like the if you wanted to take a backstage tour of disney that was it you, you didn't have to pay anything extra. It was with it. And you just got to see some really cool things that went into like some of your favorite attractions, movies, et cetera. So, I mean, it was just, it was a little piece of, it was a little piece of movie magic, if you will. Like that, that when you like that or GMR great movie ride were the two just, I think absolute staples that made MGM studios, MGM studios. Okay. Um, I, I guess I will say that that's a good point that when you think of Hollywood studios or MGM at that time, that, that was the theming of the park was just creating movies. What does Hollywood feel like? Um, and that, that attraction did sum it up all in one. You wrote it and you are just, you're sucked into the theming. You are there, you know, you're basically living that life um, when you're in that park. So Again, it's not an attraction that I really fell in love with by any means, uh, but you do have a point. You do you ride it, and you kind of you get a good understanding of what this park is all about. Well, and you got uh, you Catastrophe got, Canyon though. That was there was I was going to mention that, and then uh, the pre-show was really cool for it too. Which was that the boat scene? Just for Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that was cool. I that was cool. Yeah. Um. So again, Andrew was the only one that's here right now that had that on the list, but Corey, Mitch, and again, Hunter all had that up there um, for their list as well. So we're going to go. The t all right. So our top two, ladies and gentlemen, our top two, every single one of us had this in our top 10 list. So these are your two, your money makers. Disney, if you are listening, you need to bring these back. Um, this is it. 
Do you guys have any guess what these two are? No, one of them is. I, uh, I can put my finger on at least one of them. Okay. Um, and it's probably the number one one, but we'll go to number two. <laughs> number two on our list, and again, seven of us um, who, had, who submitted the list. Ladies and gentlemen, the Osborne Lights at Hollywood <laughs> Studios. Yes. Oh. And we, I'm telling you, it's funny that I didn't oh. think that we would all put this one on there. But, oh, I miss, miss the Osborne so Lights so magical. much. My Christmas-loving heart. Yeah. Pride. Um, and I will say, so again, so Mitch had this number seven on his list. Corey had this number six on his list. I had this number four on my list. Lauren had it two. Duh. Hunter had it three. Uh, Andrew had it five. Nick, what did you have it? Number five. Number five. So we were all kind of, again, middle of the pack there for that. And Lauren, very high. So um, if you've never seen it or heard of it during the holidays, Christmas time, just a crap ton of Christmas lights that would fill the streets of New York. And, oh, it was so freaking cool. It was matched to the music. It would all kind of blink and do all that to different Christmas songs. And you could kind of sit in the middle. It's snowing or, well, snoping. 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 <laughs> um, but you could get your whatever, your hot chocolate and just sit in the middle. And usually – Florida at that time was kind of cooler. So it was kind of cold. You could actually wear like a sweatshirt or jeans mm -hmm. or whatever. And it was just such a good feeling oh, standing in the middle of that street. I'm getting on it. my just, feels. I miss I know. it so much. Oh. Legitimately, like I teared up one time on my college. Trip. It was like, I think it was like the last time we all went. And like we were going like four or five days a week and just ending like nights there and what when we could. But when they played uh, Christmas Cannon and the lights oh. matched up, that's mm. about it for me. Yes. Mm. There, was, there was a thug tear for sure. Yeah. Amen. Um, so that is number two on our list. Again, if you've never seen or heard of it, I highly recommend checking out a video. But again, it's just there was no other feeling. You, you almost had to be there because you got the snoping and hot chocolate. And move it to lights. Springs. Just move it to Springs. It'll be free. <laughs> I yeah. was. I think I've asked this before. Did they give the lights back to the family, or do they still do they still have them? I don't know. It's a good question. Like if they still have but, them, put them somewhere. Like there's got to be. I'm sure they have them somewhere. Although last Christmas, um, when they announced that Tomorrowland Speedway was getting an overlay, all of us thought that we were getting the Osborne lights because they're like, "Well, you're not using oh. it over there." So we were a little disappointed with. I mean, it was still cute. The it was a cute overlay. I like that overlay. It was. Yeah. And it did give us a little popularity. Not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, to be honest, uh, I only true. did it because of the overlay during Barry no. Mary, but... Yeah. The crowds of people that came when it was downpouring rain on the first Christmas party <laughs> showed how much people mm. were committed to writing this. Can you imagine if they do like galaxy's edge like over the like lights over the millennium falcon <laughs> they, they do stuff. a uh, they do the uh winter solstice or winter harvest festival forum and it's just that oh i'd be down yeah but i would be i would badass give, i would give back galaxy's edge to get the osborne lights i know it's a bold statement but i would do it really i would 100 really 100 percent. not even think twice 
You I would, love you'd rather have Osborne than Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And I wow. love Star Wars. Oh. I love Star Wars. <laughs> That's big, AB. I, yeah. yeah. I, I'm close. I'm, I might be close with you there, honestly. I mean, I would because I do enjoy Star Wars, yeah. but I love Christmas more than I love Star Wars. I so. think the thing is, is you could always enjoy the Osborne lights and stuff. Yeah. You can't always ride Rise of the Resistance. That's and true. Smuggler's Run is a glorified mission space. That is true. And we smugglers, yeah. That's a different that's a different story. So all right, ladies and gentlemen, we have made it to our number one on our list. Uh again, this is an attraction uh that has been on everybody's list uh here on the happiest podcast on earth. We've gotten a lot of submissions again on on this specific attraction from all the listeners saying they miss this the most. Can you guys guess what it is? Hang on. Hooray for Hollywood. Hollywood. (laughs) Ready when you are, CB. (laughs) That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Number one on our list of attractions, shows, parades that we miss the most is the great movie ride that um andrew you had this number one on your list dude uh, so there you go uh but again mitch had this number four Corey had this number two i had this number five actually number six lauren had this number eight hunter had this one to the number five and nick you had this on your list number two number two so up there too um Honestly, I, as far as an attraction goes, again, it's, it's becoming limited to the amount of attractions that cast members can actually play a cool acting role that you can ride it. And yes, yeah, sometimes, honestly, it could be bad. It, you could get some bad actors or if you had a, you know, someone that's training in the attraction that doesn't really know it too well, it could be bad. But man, you could get some cast members that just – they take so much pride in their job when they work at that attraction. And, you know, I was a manager there at some point, and I'm telling you, you did have some people there that that you knew they were Mr. and Mrs. Dependable there. You could just, if they were working and they were on the schedule, I don't even have to worry about going to the attraction. They're going to do an amazing job because, again, they live and die by what they do at that attraction. Um and just so cool. So many great movie scenes. I do wish that, again, it could have been, turned into something where they refurbed it and just brought, like, new movie scenes into I think, it. Yes. But, because, um, um, I again, I love the acting part. I just love the acting part in it that, again, you know, there was a hallway there for cast members. They could put their handprint in the hallway. They took so much pride in, in working at that spot. And, again, I had to learn that whole spiel, and I suck at acting. And it took, like, I would literally miss maybe five or six words in the whole spiel when I'd go around and do it. And it was, when I got back, guess what? My trainer would say, hey, you missed these or five, six, or these five or six words. Let's do it again. And it was, they took so much pride in it. Um, hey, don't get me wrong. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, clutch. That is. I, I, I think it's really, really good. Yeah. It is. I, I think, but it's, that sh- for me, like great movie, I was like one of those things that I was like, hey, if they got rid of it, they got rid of it. But like, I didn't know how much I would miss it until it was gone. And yeah. I, I like, I like Mickey and Minnie's 
but it just it just needed a little facelift because that like something about ending it with that movie montage at the end mm-hmm. was just so cool. I mean, I think it was better when you didn't have Robert Osborne, but uh, yes, amen. Um, yeah, even just as simple, like you said, the the ending movie montage of just the, again when you think of Hollywood Studios, and again when it used to be MGM, that that is what you envision. Always MGM. Oh, it'll always be MGM in our hearts. Um, but that is what you envision that park to be. That is, it's Hollywood. It's you know. I think a lot of that park now has kind of shied away from that where again, backlot tour being gone and now this being gone, it, it is hard to see that stuff leaving. Cause now again, it's just turning into IP stuff. Uh, but I wish Mickey and Minnie's could have been like somewhere else and they could have done that same exact attraction somewhere else. Uh, that's not the case. Again, I Mickey and Minnie's, if you've listened to our previous episodes, I love it so much. Uh, but Gosh, I do miss Great Movie Ride. I miss what it because so Disneyland's getting it. What are they? They're losing something random for. Uh, theirs is going in the back of Toontown. Theirs is going in that like area. I'm not sure. They're losing what something. they're losing. Is it Roger Rabbit? Roger, I don't know if they're back. It's back there. I'm just That's not the sure if they're losing that or something else. I don't know. All I know is like they got Galaxy's Edge and that. And they lost pretty much nothing. And we lost the Osborne lights. We lost lights, motors, extreme. And we're the ones that have all the land. We lost, uh, we lost like four things for Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. And then they, they just got rid of, well, no, that was Toy Story Land that we got rid of Backlot Tour for, which was just ridiculous. Yeah. Basically um, all of lights, motors, action. <laughs> yeah. But like we lost all of that for like Toy Story Land, which is kind of dumb and overrated. Mm-hmm. Galaxy's Edge. And Mickey and Mickey and Minnie's, but we lost like two staple things. Mm. Yeah, that's just that's just just my thing. It's whatever. It's fine. Agreed. I do like railway how they made like a mini nod to the Great Movie Ride. So if you go on railway, cool. I won't spoil it, but there's like a sign that says the Great la, la, Movie la, la, Ride. La, 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 <laughs> Gosh, dang it! I have spent months avoiding spoilers. I will not let you ruin it for me. Oh, I won't geez. tell you where it is, so you can try finding it. Um, anyways, that is true. And Imagineers do a very good job of just kind of like bringing up an old attraction somewhere in the newer refurb attraction. Um, and I love that part. If you never see that stuff, again, you can Google that, that or just, again, hit us up. We'll tell you some really cool fun facts that you can kind of keep an eye out for when you're in the park. Um, and Nick, I think you actually posted something today about one of them at Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. yeah um, the Mr. Mr. Toad being gone. So yeah. I posted it to see how many of the listeners or viewers have seen that little Easter egg nod so that Mr. Toad's oh, was the there. Deed. The deed. Yeah, yeah, handing it to Owl. So if you haven't yeah. seen it before, pretty much right when you get into – uh, owls like house it's right on the left hand side so. yeah you'll see a it's a picture of mr toads and yeah it's the deed which is it's so cool um cute, but, yeah. yeah so there you have it ladies and gentlemen that is our honorable mentions and then top 10 list of attraction shows parades that we miss the most uh we did ask you guys earlier today if you had any that you thought of that you missed the most 
Uh, and we did have some different ones that didn't even make our honorable mention list. So I'm going to kind of go through those real quick. Uh, Rachel Amalfi said Cranium Command from Epcot. <laughs> Classic. Um, never did that. I honestly never did that one. Uh, Chris Gnarly, who I almost put this one. Again, I never did this attraction, but I almost wish that I would have at some point. Uh, old Imagination with Figment. Um, oh, I, I have heard yeah. multiple times that that one was so much better than what is there now. I mean, this is better than Journey into Your Imagination. That was a lot worse. Yeah, um, they, they so, took out like half the track. Oh, for oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. dude. It used to be like a twelve-minute ride. Now it's like a my gosh. Four. Good. Well, there you have it. I'm not even a huge Figment fan. I do like the song though. Uh, but anyways. Uh, Bailey Watson said Tarzan Rocks from Animal <laughs> Kingdom. Classic. Um, I definitely would not have gone that route, but that's a classic one for sure. Uh, Matt from uh, Old Mighty Duck, baby. Might go Ducks. Uh, Matt said OG Future World, which I can agree. I will agree. Again, old test track, things like that. I love it. Um, Dan Lauper said... Oh, this is a good one, too, and I kind of have a little brief history with this one. American Idol Experience. Nah. I I did because my brother won it one day. Yeah, Mel, and would, the, like, Mel would agree, I think. Yeah, I love the American Idol Experience. Uh, Frozen, the Frozen show is so good. Um, it's a good show. But American Idol Experience was so much fun, and again, it did make magic for a lot of people that were looking to do that, but it did suck a lot of the day out of our, um, out of the parks when we had to deal with that the whole day. So, um, anyways, Maddie, I just have to give a quick shout out. So Maddie, who used to work with me over in Africa, animal kingdom said, uh, something we mentioned, but main street electrical parade, she said by far hands down. Uh, but anyways, uh, dream along with Mickey was also mentioned. That was good which was good. Uh, and that was, didn't have a name on the old account, but uh, Chandy MC, no idea. And last but not least, again, very fresh. And I don't understand why this is your number one, but Sarah Teague, Rivers of Light. <laughs> one of the biggest flops. <laughs> but hey, all power to you. If you really enjoyed the show, I love the music. Believe me, I did. I enjoyed the music a lot, but yeah, I don't know. Sarah, you're going to have to explain that one to me. So that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I love reminiscing and going back to old classics. So uh, thank you again for all of your answers to our question. Thank you for submitting those um, again on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, and again, if you have any questions or anything, please feel free to let us know. Uh, you can DM us or email us happiestpodcast um, at gmail.com. So I want to thank all of you for being an amazing and supportive group of listeners that we enjoy interacting with, talking to, and building amazing relationships with. We wouldn't be able to do this if it wasn't for you all. So thank you for listening and being part of our happiest podcast on earth family. Now, remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. So we will talk to you all later. Please stay safe out there. Have a magical week. And ta-ta for now. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. So long. From Jiminy Cricket and Spectral Magic.